We'll see where we go from there. First John chapter 5, let's pray. Heavenly Father, give us your presence, your words, Lord. Help us, Holy Spirit, to gleam truth from First John chapter 5. As we read your word, bless us, Lord, with joy. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Now, the condition of being born of God for being a child of God is believing or trusting in Jesus Christ, the commentary says about chapter 5. Only correct, sincere belief produces spiritual birth. The birth is reflected in love for others who also have been born into the family of God. You know, the revelation I got of reading that is that that's the way we were when we were up to six years old. We just seemed like we were already born again. Jesus said, you must be born again, come into the kingdom of God as a little child. And this reminds me that we need to make friends with the child within. <clears throat> you know, for the with the child we offended as we started growing up and started covering up things, started offending, started stealing and lying and cheating. So we have to... Uh, make restitution to our inner child or our inner soul, if you will. Anyway, the best thing to do is to talk to yourself and say, flesh, I love you and I forgive you. And then say, soul, I love you and I forgive you. Do you love and forgive each other? Okay, hug and make up. It may be easy for me to say that, but if you continue to say it and work it, on each side, like there's, like the Bible says that the spirit wages against the flesh and the flesh wages against the spirit. Uh, maybe it can fix something, you know, and it, because the other way it keeps us from the love of God or becoming uh, confident in our own skin. So the beauty of this thing, I love you and I forgive you to our inner child and our inner soul and our inner flesh. Go back and forth till all, it's all cleaned up. This is heavy stuff, folks. I hope you're writing it down. Now, on verse 3, the love of God demands obedience. However, rather than being burdensome, God commands free believers to be the people they were originally created to be, holy beings who, who clearly reflect the image of God. In verse 4, whatever speaks of the new nature of the child of God regeneration that is our spiritual rebirth provides victory over the world which is opposed to god the faith that overcomes the world is faith in jesus christ as the son of god who died for us the one who overcomes the world obeys god rather than following the expectations of the world if we love god we will find obeying him a pleasure like we're doing now. I'm reading the word of God and you're listening to it. And God is pleased in our obedience. Verse 6. This is beautiful. Water and blood. Uh, this is he who came by water and blood. Jesus Christ. Not only by water but by water and blood. And it is the spirit who bears witness because the spirit is truth. Commentary says, water and blood have been interpreted in at least four ways. As Jesus' baptism and death, as his incarnation, 
as the water and blood that flow from his side on the cross and as the baptism of the believer and the Lord's Supper. Most callers favor the first interpretation. John is correcting the false teacher, Serentus, who claimed that the Spirit came on Jesus at his baptism, but left him before his death. The Holy Spirit testifies in accord with the water and the blood that Jesus is the Son of God. The witness looks back to the anointing on verse 10 of the believer, described in 2.27, and refers either to the Holy Spirit in chapter 5, verse 16 and 17, a believer who should... A believer should intercede for a sinning fellow Christian, provided that the believer sees the brother sinning and that sin does not lead to death. Death may refer either to spiritual or physical death. Though physical death is probably the case here, give him life, the believer can pray with confidence, knowing that it is the will of God that sinning believers should stop sinning. A sin leading to death may refer to blasphemy of the Holy Spirit, rejecting Christ as Savior, rejecting the humanity or deity of Jesus, a specific sin such as murder, or a life of habitual sin. Whatever it is, the sin seems to be flagrant violation of the sanctity of the Christian community. In other words, John is encouraging us to help fellow believers who are strained Backsliding, we can be the tools God uses to restore an erring brother or sister to true fellowship. In verses 18 to 20, these verses contain three concluding absolute truths, each of which is introduced by the phrase, we know. The general idea is that con concluding section is that a proper relationship with God results in confidence of our position in Christ within a hostile world. We is possibly another reference to the apostles. Does not sin convey the idea of not practicing sin in a habitual lifestyle? The phrase cannot mean that believers do not sin because John just spoke of seeing a believer sinning. In verse 19, the apostles are of God, meaning he is the source of their actions and attitudes. Satan does not touch the one born of God but he does have the whole world in his grip and is under his dominion. Verse 20, the understanding that Christ gives enable, enable us to know God in a personal, intimate sense. Jesus Christ is the true God. To know him is to have eternal life. And verse 21, idols here may refer to little idols, food sacrificed to idols, false ideas in contrast to God's truth, or the doctrines of false teachers. John just has just reminded his readers of the true God. Verse 20, it is appropriate that he closes by exhorting them to stay away from false gods. Now I have read a lot of commentaries. This commentary is awesome. And this one is Nelson's New King James Study Bible from Nelson Publishers. So get your copy today. We're advertising today because it's so good. I'm going to read the uh, chapter 5 now, 1 John chapter 5. Here we go. Whoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God, and everyone who loves him who begot also loves him who is begotten of God. 
By this we know that we love the children of God. When we love God. When we love the children of God. When we love God and keep his commandments. For this is the love of God. That we keep his commandments and his commandments are not burdensome. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world. Our faith. Who is... He who overcomes the world, but he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. This is he who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ, not only by water, but by water and blood. And it is the Spirit who bears witness, because the Spirit is truth. For there are three that bear witness in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit. And these three are one. And there are three that bear witness on earth the Spirit, the water, and the blood. And these three agree as one. If we receive the witness of men, the witness of God is greater. For this is the witness of God, which he has testified of his Son. He who believes in the Son of God has the witness in himself. He who does not believe God has made him a liar because he has not believed the testimony that God has given of his Son. And this is the testimony that God has given us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. He who has the Son of life, he who does not have the Son of God, does not have life. These things I have written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life, and that you may continue to believe in the name of the Son of God. Now, this is the confidence that we have in him, that, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petition that we have asked of him. If anyone sees a brother sinning a sin which does not lead to death, he will ask and he will give him life for those who commit sin not leading to death. There is a sin leading to death. I do not say that you should pray about that. All unrighteousness is sin. And there is sin not leading to death. We know that whoever is born of God does not sin. But he who has been born of God keeps himself and the wicked one does not touch him. We know that we are of God and the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. And we know that the seed of God has come and has given us an understanding that we may know him who is true and we are in him who is true and his son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. Dear children, keep yourself from idols. Amen. A beautiful, beautiful reading. There's a little footnote here. It says, First John, as a whole, is clearly founded on the doctrine of the Trinity. From evidence throughout Scripture, in Matthew twenty-eight nineteen, it is clear that God is both one and three. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Spirit are one. God, one God, but they are also distinct persons of the Godhead. Throughout his first epistle, John illustrates how each person of the Godhead works with and through the others to accomplish God's plan of salvation for us. God the Father. 
Through Christ, we have fellowship with the Father. God is light. The Father has great love for his children. 3 1. John, 1 John 3, verse 1. God is greater than our hearts and knows all things. 3.20 God is love. 4.8 God sent His Son to be the appropriation for our sins. God abides in believers and, and they in Him. God is the giver of eternal life through Jesus Christ. That's in 5.11 Now for this God the Son. Jesus is called the Word of Life. Jesus' blood cleanses us from sin. Jesus is our advocate with the Father. Jesus is the propitiation for our sins. Jesus is sinless. The Son of God destroyed the works of the devil. Jesus has come in the flesh. The Son is the Savior of the world. The Son is the source of eternal life. Believing in the Son of God is necessary for us to inherit eternal life. And now for the Holy Spirit. The Spirit indwells us and gives us assurance of salvation. The Spirit causes us to confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh. The Spirit is the gift of God to all believers. The Spirit bears witness to the truth and to Jesus Christ. The Spirit is one with the Father and the Son. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to today's chapter. First John chapter 5. Thank you so much.